Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas. Today my guest is Kelsey Stoltz. Kelsey is a community health specialist with Crow Wing Energize. And Kelsey, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. It's been a little bit. I'm glad to be back and share what we're doing. Yeah, and it looks like you are staying very busy at Crowing Energized. We are. So a couple of things that I just wanted to make sure that we were telling everyone out there listening about. Um, We're trying to make sure that we're still a resource in the community through all of this COVID stuff. So, um, you know, we last month we thought that that was going to be our last produce pop up with Second Harvest. And then they at the beginning of the month said, hey, Kelsey, we actually have some more food. Would you like for us to come? And then it was the week of Thanksgiving. And I said, yes, please, we'll do whatever we need to do to make sure we're giving food out to people, especially, you know, with Thanksgiving being right next week. So yeah. so yeah. when when is the produce, uh, the pop-up produce and uh, what time? Yeah, so it's Monday the 23rd. I had to make sure I was getting my date right. (laughs) It's Monday the 23rd. It starts at 1 o'clock. It's going to be at CLC like we've been able to have the past couple of months. I do recommend that you get there early. Usually we do have a couple couple hundred people that show up. So all you have to do is show up. Uh, We don't take any of your personal information other than your name and your address. Um, And then we ask how many people are in your household so we can just know what our reach looks like. Um, and then you pull up and we put it in the back of your car and you just go on your way. So we usually do have people there that can answer any questions that you might have as far as uh, what resources you may qualify for. The holidays are a tough time for a lot of families in our community. So just knowing that there are some resources out there to help you with food assistance or if there's other assistance you need like heating or transportation. We have people there that can answer some of those questions. That's great. Uh, I know we just talked recently to our friends at the Salvation Army, and boy, the pressure on the food shelf is as high as it's ever been, and uh, we can understand why during this pandemic. But the bottom line is, it's like you say, if you need help, if you need assistance, please ask, right? Yeah, and I would say, you know, I feel very strongly that this community is um, passionate about caring for people in the community. So I feel like most people would probably say that about their community, but I will honestly say I think people in this community do care a lot about each other and that there are a lot of resources out there that are available if people um, need to ask who that is. If you ask somebody, if you ask somebody on our team, if you ask somebody at the county, people will put you in the right direction. Um, There's, I mean, there's Bridges of Hope. I could go on and on. There is a huge list of community organizations that are right there, just willing to help if you if you need a hand. One of the things that we've talked about through this produce pop-up is, um, you know, people have in the past felt like um, they were worried if they went to the food shelves or if they went to, you know, the soup kitchen, that they would be, um, there would be some negative connotations with that, that they feel like that that means something negative about them as a person. And we're trying to get rid of that whole stigma. Like, all of us at some point in our lives are going to need help and it's okay to ask for that help. And, you know, we do this at our produce pop-up. There's no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone. We're there. We're trying to be as uh, positive as we can, trying to be there and be, you know, sometimes we go through and talk to people and some people just need to be heard. Like this is a very difficult year for most of us. And, you know, we understand maybe you just need to come for one month because this one month has been a tough month for you. You've been furloughed or you've been out of work because you've been sick or maybe the kids are home from school now. Um, it's okay to come and ask for help and it doesn't mean anything negatively about you as a person. All right. All right. 
Monday at 1 o'clock, Central Lakes College, Brainerd Campus, is the place to be for the pop-up food produce. You got it. Okay. Um, I know you continue to offer workshops, too. Uh, Let's talk about some of those that are coming up. Yeah, I'm pretty excited that one thing that we've continued to do, especially uh, being in 2020, is we've really ramped up a lot of our mental health workshops that are coming up. Um, We have a really great speaker that's going to be coming on the 7th and the 9th. This is all virtual. Uh, So on Monday, December 7th, he's going to be talking specifically to people that work in the healthcare uh, realm. So what does it mean to be going through this pandemic and feeling these senses of loss and, you know, going through all of the stress that the pandemic has caused, especially for our frontline workers in the healthcare in the healthcare setting. So like your yeah. social workers, your therapists, even your our educators, all of these people that are uh, feeling the strain of added stress at work. Um, so he is going to be coming and speaking. He's a renowned speaker. He's uh, taught at the University of Minnesota. He uh, specializes in grief and family education uh, and how to deal with, you know, we're all going through at some point changes and transitions. How can we build up some of those coping skills and that resiliency to get us through? Um, So he's going to be speaking specifically to those people that I'd mentioned on the 7th from 10 to 11. And then it's open up to community members on Wednesday, December 9th. And that's from 6 to 730. Uh, the first 40 people that register will also get a copy of his book, Loss of Dreams. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. And we can register and get the Zoom link and everything we need right at your, and I shouldn't say Zoom link. I don't know what platform you're using, but uh, whatever it is, right at your website. Yep. And it is a Zoom link. So you were correct. Okay. <laughs> nice job. Yeah. You can just go to crowingenergize.org slash events and you we are always adding events like this and workshops like this. We just had uh, yesterday, we had our, one of our first lunch and learns uh, with uh, Mr. Nystrom from Nystrom and Associates who yes. came and talked about gratitude. Uh, so continue to look on our website, growingenergize.org for those types of events. One of the things that you know I feel is a silver lining for us going into this virtual world is you can do it from, you can come and listen, get all of these skills and resources from the comfort of your home. I know for me, sometimes I'll listen in and I'll have to turn off my camera because I'm eating lunch or I'm doing other things while I'm listening in. But it's an opportunity for me to continue getting those skills. And right now, as much as as much as we've went through in 2020, I think some of those resiliency and coping skills are more important than ever. I agree. I agree. Uh, are there any other workshops on the horizon? Yep, we do have one more. So I'm not as well-versed in this one, uh, but if you do go to curlingenergize.org, you can learn some more about this. I'll pull it up. It's a body and mind workshop. So um, self-care, just learning some of those techniques, again, that go along with self-care. And it is um, it is on Saturday, December 12th from 8.30 to 10 a.m. Okay. And that, yeah. too, will uh, be virtual. So, again, people can sign up at your website. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Crowingenergize.org. You got it. Uh-huh. Easy enough. Yeah. Well, those sound <laughs> so, like very, very interesting workshops. Yeah. And I would say, you know, uh, what's been interesting to me is how much of this stuff has been very practical for my day-to-day life. Uh, you know, yesterday when Mr. Nystrom came and presented, we were talking about gratitude. And we, Crowing Energizers, talked about gratitude. That's been one of our initiatives from 
man, I think it's been the last three or four years we've been talking about the three good things, you know, how important it is for us to practice gratitude each and every day. What are three things that I'm grateful for? Um, and then I think one of the, the flip sides of that is, especially during COVID, when we are going through a lot of stress, um, how can we practice gratitude for ourselves and also practice um, some of that for other people? So, you know, I think a lot of us are still trying to spin our heads on, you know, what the, the latest uh, Governor Walls um, dial back yesterday. Yes. So how can we make sure that we are showing thankfulness for some of those people in our community that are going to be impacted? Uh, so I was just thinking about this, that this morning, you know, uh, having those, being able to say thank you and show gratitude for what other people are doing in our community. And, you know, it can be a simple thing like saying, um, sending a thank you card to people or, um, you know, in our community, how can we support some of our local businesses this holiday season, making sure that we are trying to support local when possible and when safe. Yeah. Um, because that also builds up our cup. It builds up uh, all of the good endorphins that we need to continue, um, continue being stress-free and uh, our coping. So I think, mm -hmm. you know, practicing it for yourself and then also giving it back to others is important. And really around the holidays, there's even more ways to give and show your gratitude to the community. So that exactly. works out well. But yes, you're right. I've, I've read about um, the attitude of gratitude and just how important that is to have in your life. Yeah, and it, it impacts multiple things. It impacts your physical health, too. People that practice gratitude uh, have better sleep quality. They sleep longer and they sleep better through the night, which I had not heard about before yesterday. So it's just another little thing that I learned from some of these workshops that go in. But, um, you know, we know that sleep is super important for our physical and mental well-being. Yes. So kind of that whole comprehensive, what can we do to make sure that our physical and mental health are renewed? It's interesting, the more we find out about mental health and things like practicing gratitude, and you just mentioned it, but it's very holistic. All of a sudden, uh, we're, our blood pressure goes down, our, uh, we sleep better, and the list starts to go on and on. It kind of snowballs, doesn't it? Exactly. And that's one of the things that, you know, Crowing Energize, we look a lot at is that preventative health model. Like, how can we give people the skills and the resources and the accessibility uh, to prevent some of those diseases like diabetes, heart conditions. You know, we want people to be healthy and happy. And we are finally, I think, as a community and culture and everything else, starting to realize that it is a very comprehensive model that we need to look at. Yeah. So it's very exciting for the world that we work in that, you know, uh, Minnesota Department of Health through our statewide health improvement partnership work for this next year is really saying we understand that for us to make strides in reducing uh, health care costs for preventative diseases that we need to start looking at mental well-being as just as much as we're talking about people eating healthy, people being physically active, people making sure that they're sleeping. Like it's, it's very exciting that health health care in general is starting to look at that. Yeah. And it might behoove uh, employers to start saying, hey, let's take a let's take a break at this time because there's one of these workshops that you have. It's good for them, too. And in the long run, that's good for the employer because less sick days and so on and so forth. So, Exactly. And one thing that we recommend for employers is building in some of that. Um, you know, we start off all of our meetings with introducing ourselves, me saying, hey, I'm Kelsey from Crowing Energize, and here's what I'm grateful for today, because it builds up that positive 
uh, mindset right from the beginning. Or, you know, we encourage our work sites to take a 15 minute break with your uh, colleagues and go for a walk or do a 15 minute just break so that you're not getting some of that fatigue and uh, during the work day. Because one of the things that we're seeing, too, with this whole virtual uh this whole virtual model that we're in and people working from home is you can't get away from work. You're always yeah. tied to your phone. You're always tied to your computer and it's okay to take a break and step away. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Hey, do I understand that there's uh, rankings for counties as far as health? And can you talk about that a little bit and how we're doing maybe in Crowley? Yes. I am so, so excited about this. I think this shows the huge strides that Crowing County is making. So there's something called uh, county health rankings out there. So what happens is they rank, um, you know, out of all of the counties in Minnesota, so there are 87 counties, they rank you as far as, um, you know, quality of life, health factors, health behaviors, your clinical care, social and economic factors, physical environments. Um, And it kind of, it's a good way for us to measure if the work that we're doing in the community alongside a lot of our uh, community partners, if we're making impact. And we're seeing that we are making huge impact. Just in 2017, we ranked 61 out of 87 counties. And then just when uh, the county health rankings came out this year, we actually went to 40, 40 out of 87 counties. So we, we jumped 20, 20 spots in the county health ranking, which I think is incredibly impressive. And not just crowing energized effort that shows the community in general is moving toward those uh, better health behaviors, those better uh, quality of life issues, social economic issues. I think it's a community win that we've been able to make that huge impact in that short amount of time. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right on that because there are so many people working for these goals, and that is really some positive news. I hope we can. I know. I hope we can jump another twenty here uh, next time they do the rankings. But we got to keep know, working some, on it. Somebody asked me where we want to be, and I was like, "We want to be number one. We want to be the best place in Minnesota <laughs> to live for health and wellness." Well, we've already got the uh, nice ambient lakes and woods, so let's just get that health ranking up there, and uh, yeah, that'll be great. There won't be enough places for people to live. Everybody will be trying to move to Crowing County. We'll, we'll address that problem when it happens. In the meantime, okay, we'll, we'll we keep working on the health part of it because that truly is very important. Yeah, I'm, I think, you know, for most of us, we love where we live. And we, like I was mentioning earlier, we love the people that we're neighbors with, the people that are residents in Crowing County with us. So I think to see that we are making strides for the people that we care about in our community to live longer, healthier lives. It's just, it makes me feel happy to be a part of this community and proud that we do care about each other enough to make some of those, um, make some of those changes. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, I'm one of those that's curious. Uh, Do you have the criteria for the county health rankings and the list on your website so someone else could go look at that? We don't, but that is a great recommendation. What you can do, though, is you can just go to countyhealthrankings.org, and then you go to the state of Minnesota, and you go to the rankings, and you look up Crow Wing County, and it'll show where we list, and then you can go through all of those different factors. Uh, You can go through everything that is part of that scoring metric. But, Ken, that is a great idea. We should have that listed on our website, so it's an easy way for people to go and look. Yeah, and it might give some people some ideas on, well, deficiencies, where we need to work, and so on and so forth. And Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's one thing that we look at when we are looking at the work we're doing. So I can say, you know, one area that we we need some improvement in is our adult smoking, our adult obesity. You know, we still do have much, much, much work. Yeah. yeah. Much, many more. I, I can't even phrase that correctly. We still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> so but, you know, I think um, there's successes to say that we have made that huge amount of stride and to say that you know, we can make a plan for how do we continue moving up in the county health rankings. Yeah, well said. And uh, I'll mention as we're recording the show, this is the day of the great American smoke out. So you mentioned smoking. Here's a good day to put those down and let's take that first step, right? Exactly. Well, today is it also is another good day. Is it Give to the Max Day? It is. So yes. continue to support those organizations in your community that are doing good work and supporting um, Crow Wing County residents. So today is a great day. It, it really is. Crowing County. Yeah, and when you give, it gives you a good feeling. So that's that's a Build win-win. Build up those endorphins. That's, exactly. Absolutely. It's, see, Ken, you get it. It's all comprehensive. It all comes back. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, it's always a pleasure to talk to you about these things that are going on in the county. Uh, again, we'll encourage people to go to your website, too, because there's a lot of good things there, crowingenergize.org. Yeah, and feel free to reach out to any of us on the team if you have any questions or ideas. Very good. Kelsey, uh, I probably won't see you before Thanksgiving, so have a very nice Thanksgiving, and we'll look forward to talking to you again sometime. You as well. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Kelsey. Kelsey Stoltz is a community health specialist with Crow Wing Energized. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found on our website. Simply go to our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also find it on our free downloadable app, and that's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.